Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Are you guys still alive? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Long time. It really has been. It feels so foreign now. So, welcome everyone for episode 15. Hey. The Plague Edition. (laughs) The one where we survive. I will survive. Okay, but like the original or cake? (laughs) That's the real question here. You know. It's the trumpets. They get me every time. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We've lived through some shit. Like Like in our whole lives or just this year? In our whole lives. Like I'm talking like through like massive things right like 9-11 the fucking government shutting down the fucking, you know like there have been crazy things that have happened in our lives oh yeah we've been through some shit y2k that was some shit <laughs> <laughs> i was just talking to my husband earlier about that my aunt and uncle used to live in this house and so they still have some of their stuff like in the garage and <laughs> my husband was talking to me earlier about how much transmission fluid my uncle had. <laughs> such a weird thing to stock up on. Well, okay. My uncle was a prepper. Yeah. He was a big prepper. And my aunt, she she cans and she's um, she does a lot of canning. <laughs> <laughs> a not, lot of canning. Not so much now, but back... In the day, my aunt was a major canner, and my uncle was a prepper, and holy shit, when Y2K was coming, (laughs) my aunt and uncle used to live in a really big house before this, during that time, and my uncle was buying stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. They had this huge basement. I'm talking, like, there was, like, one, two five rooms in the basement (laughs) and um it was just like full of like bottled gallons of water (laughs) just like i'm talking like hundreds of gallons of water that's crazy (laughs) that's insane he was a big prepper i miss him it's been two years since he passed away from pulmonary fibrosis oh yeah yeah it was I, I loved him. He was um, he was amazing. <laughs> Sounds like he definitely knew how to prepare. He was he was Notice how she said gallons of water and not toilet paper. <laughs> oh, the fucking stores are still having issues. You know, like they're finally starting to get like actual stock of toilet paper. Yeah, it's starting to get balanced out it's now, wor- but there's still limits. But like, there's that second wave that everybody's getting mm. worried about. So if ever, everybody started Look, freaking and everybody got stimulus checks and everything. So that's the, here's the thing, right? So you're talking about the second wave on the internet we are 
definitely worried about the second wave. But in reality, I had to park three rows down just to go into Walmart. Right? Everybody is out and about these days. Like, nobody is actually staying home around here anyway. I don't know about other places. It's insane. But the stay-at-home order is almost up at this point, and people have been stuck in their houses for dang near six weeks. They're getting antsy, and I think that it's going to bite them in the ass. (laughs) I do worry about that. Like, people are still getting positive tests. I just, I worry... I think that it is too soon because people are still so exposed, even with the stay-at-home order. I know, but you also have to think about, like, people have been staying home at this point, you know, like I said, some of them is up to six weeks. (laughs) But that's not everybody. And most homes have someone who's still working in an essential job. Right. And that is where that exposure is still happening. Exactly. But also you have to think about the economy. I know. It's tough out there, fam. We hope that everybody is doing as good as you can be. It's rough everywhere right now. Yeah, for sure. We're hanging in there too. <laughs> we're we're thinking about all of you and we're sending everybody positive vibes. All the positive vibes. But on that note, so our little work or not so much work segment. Um, you're still working. Well, yeah, I I stayed home for two weeks. I did. Um, when the store closed, I didn't do, do any dash. You know, I stayed home for two weeks, but money money got tight. There there was no money coming in. Yeah, that's exactly where I've been too. So I I had you know I filed for unemployment for being laid off, but it takes three weeks for your unemployment to get processed and everything, and I still have two kids that I have to feed. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I'm not necessary. you know, like, the bills, they're, they're you know, they were racking up, and but everybody was, you know, on the same page that it's going to be fine right now. Just pay what you can, when you can, as mm-hmm. soon as you can. Yeah. You know, but I wasn't necessarily worried about that. I was worried about making sure that my kids have food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, I, I did. I, I started dashing again after two weeks of staying home. <laughs> and it's been quite an adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. People are crazy out there, you guys. (laughs) Are they ever not, though? But right now, it's like plague-induced. Well, it's it's a spicier meatball than most, all right? (laughs) This is the spicy meatball. (laughs) Oh, do you want to know what I've done? What? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) I lost track of my days. I haven't left the house in forever. When I emerged, I probably looked like a crazy woman who broke out of an asylum. <laughs> I haven't I had to wore... trek across to Amy's today, and well, I haven't worn makeup in four weeks. Like I haven't worn any makeup. <laughs> I get, get, guess what though? My skin is oh so great right now. <laughs> it's ready for me to start clogging it back up with foundation. But yeah. I just wanted to say that real quick. Let me hear some crazy dashing tea, madam. 
so my very first day of going out to um, start dashing again, I went to pick up an order from B-dubs, and it was just one guy and a cook. Okay, yeah. It's just two people up in there. Mm -hmm. And when I pull up to pick up my order, there are fucking nine cars. Mm. That put in orders at the exact same time. This poor yeah. kid, he was doing so good. So good. Just running around the fucking parking lot, running up to everybody's cars, you know, saying, okay, you're next. And then, you know, running around like, it'll be five minutes, it'll be 10 minutes, it'll be 15 minutes, you know, like, he was so good. Poor kid. He's just <laughs> running and running and running. And I was just like, you're amazing. <laughs> you deserve a trophy. <laughs> he was all out of breath, and I was like, honey, do you need some water? Like, are you okay? Oh. <laughs> it was so... I I felt bad for the kid. He was like, I'm so sorry. There's like 10 orders at once. And I was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, take your time. <laughs> so I went... I <sighs> Freaking Wendy's orders. Do not give me... Star <laughs> mm -mm. nope i'm not even gonna finish the sentence amy <laughs> they never fucking have potatoes i know baked potatoes <laughs> jesus fucking yeah, i never thought something so silly would make me so mad but they those bitches never have potatoes they're always unprepared people love your potatoes prepare your potatoes <laughs> prepare <I'm> your potatoes <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this point, when I get a Wendy's order and I get to the drive-thru to swipe to place the order, and if I see a potato on there, when I get to the window, I'm like, do you guys have potatoes? <laughs> like, that's the first thing that I say. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Wendy's never has potatoes. Okay, so that whole rant I just went on, that is pre any of this. They don't need a pandemic to suck at having potatoes ready, okay? Oh my gosh, I remember I had one order where it was just a single baked potato. And I'm like, bet, that's going to be the easiest add-on I've ever had. I get there and they're like, yeah, we're all out of baked potatoes. And I'm like... Like, you're completely out, or you need to make some more. We need to make some more, and it'll take about an hour. And I'm like, <laughs> you might want to start doing that. <laughs> right. But I'm not sticking around to wait. <laughs> yes. Freaking. <laughs> so I'm, like, at the Wendy's drive-thru, placing this order for fucking... I, I, I swipe when I get there, and there's already a car behind me. <laughs> and so I swipe to pull up the order, and it's fucking four baked potatoes. <laughs> You're fucked. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> You're like, why? <laughs> and then... Like, in the fucking drop-off oh. instructions, not even the instructions for placing the order, but in the drop-off instructions, it's like, make sure to get plenty of butter and sour cream, thanks. And I'm like, 
I'm already gone. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> the instructions are for drop off for the for the dashers to be able to find your house, not for you to ask us to to grab more sauces or sour cream, <laughs> like because that stuff doesn't show up until after we've left. Yeah. So I'm stuck in a drive-thru and I'm like, they better fucking have potatoes. <laughs> You're like, oh God, oh God. <laughs> and I'm rolling down my window and there's a fucking line. Like it, it's lunchtime, Wendy's. Mm-hmm. And I get a whiff and I look over and there's this dude in the fucking drive-thru just fucking smoking a blunt in his car. <laughs> Not a fucking care in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different world these days, Amy. It's this is pandemic era, you know. Like they got other things to worry about than people smoking pot in their car. This is probably the only time where you will see someone wearing medical equipment in Walmart, and then five seconds later, see another person look like they walked out of a Mad Max set. Okay, <laughs> it's a weird mix we're in. <laughs> we're kicking off this decade with something else. Let me tell you. Yes. Yes, pot is not legal around here. <laughs> Did you know that people still eat Long John Silvers? Did you? Do you still eat Long John Silvers? Like, I don't appreciate the tone <laughs> you or your pointed finger have at me right now. I have a weakness to hush puppies, and I would appreciate some care and understanding. <laughs> Look, homemade hush puppies, good hush puppies. Yes. Yes. Long John Silver's hush puppies? No. Okay, but same for a McDonald's cheeseburger versus a home-cooked cheeseburger. But guess what? Do you still eat McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> guess what? So? Don't judge me, all right? No, no, They're um, a quick hush puppy fix, and I only do it like Popeyes. once every five years. Popeye's has great hush puppies. I've never eaten at Popeye's. You've never... <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> you guys, Lexi's never had Popeyes. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> Look, I went to try once when I was still living here in town, and they closed. <laughs> and I took it as a sign, and well, I've been to Popeyes. I think I said But this. I've only been there to pick up other people's food for DoorDash. <laughs> I think I said this on the podcast before. The Popeyes here in town got closed down because of chi child labor laws. I said that on podcast, right? I remember on pod. That. I remember that. I was um, it was closed before we had said anything about it on the podcast. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had noticed this a few days before we had ever talked about it, and I was just like, "Oh, well, I guess I don't want Popeyes for lunch." <laughs> but yeah. People still eat Long John Silver's. I had to go to Long John Silver's <laughs> to pick up a Long John Silver's order and put it in my Jeep, and it made my Jeep smell like <laughs> rotten fish <laughs> for a week. <laughs> I don't eat their fish. It's just the hush puppies I, I love. Okay? It was, like, it was always the, the hush puppies. <laughs> so... Regular work aside, do you want to jump back a little bit? Sure. Go back in time. Let's, let's jump in our time machine. So. <laughs> Wait, we got to jump in our time machine. Oh, sorry. 
you asked me to jump in. We're in this bitch, all right? <laughs> you guys, she plopped in her fucking seat. <laughs> this is another reason why she loves me. <laughs> She's like, if I could pick one best friend to have right now, did I choose wisely? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Oh, oh goodness. goodness. All right. Time machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm in a giggle machine. <laughs> Should have plopped a little less hard, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, Amy, what is the second job you ever had? After I left telemarketing. What a fun and enthusiastic time that must have been. It was a very, very crazy two weeks. <laughs> I did not want to go back to work for quite some time. <laughs> I was scarred. <laughs> Just a little. So, a year later. <laughs> you know, sometimes it takes a day, sometimes it takes a year. <laughs> but I recovered. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> you were so young. It was. <laughs> You're like, wow, this really happens. I thought that was just movies, man. <laughs> what? Um, so then I started with fast food and I worked at Taco Bell. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a place to work. It was quite interesting also. Lots of lots of fun times were had there. It was a shit show. <laughs> And it was fun. <laughs> Worked there with my best friend. Um, it was it was her first job, and it was my basically my first job as well. I only worked at the other place for two weeks. The other place doesn't count. It's like a half point. <laughs> it was quite the starting point, though. <laughs> Did every other job just seem super chill after that? Pretty much. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. I've been to hell. This isn't it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I worked there for a year. And uh, it was a really fun time. I worked the drive-thru or the cash register. They never had me pre doing food. Really? Never. I when I worked at Taco Bell, which was only like a month, it was not very long. But <laughs> I did a little of everything, like no, I was at they, every station. They told me like obviously they want to start training you on register, and then eventually like maybe train you to work on the line. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was just like really good at being on the register. Like I could run the drive through by myself. Yeah. Like, I could take orders without, like, having to, like, not take somebody else's money. You know, like, I could listen and do something else at the same time. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was, like, really good at it. I had it grooved. And my fucking time was fantastic. I would run the fucking drive through by myself during dinner rush, and my wait time would never be over two minutes. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah. They never put me on the line. <laughs> 
they were like you're just you're just so smiley and bubbly we'll just keep you in the window i fucking hated working in the window in the winter though oh yeah i bet it was cold it was so cold (laughs) and it was like touch screens and it was like early touch screens so you couldn't wear fucking gloves yep you could not wear gloves it was the worst it was (laughs) so cold i hated it (laughs) i'm from california and you want me to be in a fucking open window in the fucking middle of january (laughs) no fucking thank you Coming to work with a giant ass space heater. Right? <laughs> like, you want me to work at the window? <laughs> Working in the window. <laughs> Blows all the electricity out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, there was one time, though, that this fucking dude went the fuck off on me over a penny. Do spill. <laughs> um, he He handed me his credit card. To pay, but also a penny, because his his total was like seven oh one or something like that, and I told him that you know we couldn't split it like that. At that time, there was no option to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. They were still using a very old, (laughs) very old POS, (laughs) and he was like, "But I don't want that penny on my credit report," and I was like, "Then don't." pay with your car pay with cash and he's like but i don't have seven dollars on me and i'm like well i don't know what to tell you it's one it's a penny (laughs) you gotta do it one way or the other buddy i'm sorry (laughs) i'm 17 at this point you know and i'm just like (laughs) 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 And he fucking starts going off on me, telling me that I'm stupid and like he freaking. I was like, "Look, I don't. I'm I'm sorry. I I don't know what to tell you." And so then he like yanks his fucking card out of my hand and fucking chucks the penny at me. And uh-huh. then he told me to go to hell and squeal off over a fucking penny, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> some fucking people <laughs> right mm. oh and um this was when fucking mike jones was really big <laughs> who? who mike jones i done told you eight times <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> two eight one three three oh eight zero zero four <laughs> <laughs> I try to repress that part of myself, okay? <laughs> Look. Who? <laughs> right? So, um, we had, you know, like the headsets. Mm-hmm. It was like you had two two buttons, A and B. A was for, like, people in the headset could hear, but it goes out the drive through speaker. And B was specifically only to talk to people with headsets. And... <laughs> And my my friend and I, we were always fucking, like, just talking shit. And we would always get in trouble if there was, like, a certain manager that was on or whatever. But they didn't have headsets on, so they couldn't always know unless somebody <laughs> tattled on us. <laughs> You're like, we know it was you. <laughs> but we would always just be talking in the headsets. And uh, one time she was like, 
who and uh, like while there's somebody in the window right and i'm like hi how are you and on the b button she goes who and i go mike jones and then i said who and she pushes what she thought was b but was actually a and just yells out the fucking drive through <laughs> speaker mike jones <laughs> <laughs> and so then then they were very confused and they said who (laughs) (laughs) and and it was just like and she was like (laughs) she pushes the button again and she goes I'm sorry (laughs) I didn't catch what you said (laughs) you wanted a nacho bel grande and a what (laughs) (laughs) and a who <laughs> there was just all kinds of random things like that happening. I fucking we we like got into food fights from time to time, just like throwing lettuce at each other. <laughs> we would do drive by lettuces to each other. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> she one time she freaking runs past me because they put her on the line eventually she was on the line and i was just always on red i think that they did that to split us up honestly but it didn't make any fucking difference (laughs) 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 so they put her on the cold side not the hot side so she was right fucking there anyway and she was and they would try to put her on the inside line instead of the drive-through line but that just helped make her to be able to throw things at me <laughs> from across the kitchen. <laughs> and uh, but there was one time like I opened the window to say, hi, your total is such and such. And she like runs past and throws, <laughs> throws lettuce, like just a whole fucking handful. Like usually it's just like a little bit. And, but this time she like grabbed like a fucking snowball size of lettuce <laughs> and just chucked it at the back of my head and you just seen all this lettuce go <laughs> behind my head and it just like falls over the top of my hat <laughs> and like goes out the window a little bit. And the person was like, you okay? <laughs> That's funny. It was a fun, I liked that job. It was a good job. That's why I stayed there for a year. I was young. It was minimum wage. It was what I needed. Mm-hmm. What was your second job, Lexi? Mine was actually also fast food. <laughs> um, I started working at Subway, and I worked there for a really long time. Going back to season one, episode ten, mm-hmm. you could hear Lexi spill some piping hot tea in the question and answer section of that episode. Oh yeah. Um, it was a wild ride. There was a lot of stuff that went on, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I worked there for four years, I think officially. And between that four years, I worked at three or four different stores. I did a lot. I think my favorite thing about working at Subway was I had control of the radio because I was the opener. So I was like, DJ Funky Sandwich Fresh, <laughs> all right? Like, every freaking morning, it was some kind of jazzy beat. <laughs> Don't You're ask like, me yeah. why. I was, Sexy okay. Here. <laughs> so, because of working at Subway, I have this, like, weird addiction to beats with no words. <laughs> because I wasn't allowed to listen to music with a bunch of words that may be profane 
But yeah, um, it was a, a fun job, though. Like, there was a lot of crap that happened over those years, but all in all, it was a great job. I enjoyed it. I loved the craft behind making bread. Didn't think I would like that ever. Turns out I do. <laughs> um, my favorite was making the catering breads. Um, the longest sub I ever made was 30 feet long, and that was fucking cool. You have to take regular dough, white and wheat, and you braid them all together. And what you do is you, like, double their length. So each um, segment is three feet long. And you have to keep doing that. And then you can join them when you make the platter. Huh. A 30-foot-long sandwich. You know what I miss? Subway, I feel. Maybe it's just because I'm older now. But I feel like it used to be higher quality stuff back in the day. Back when they used to cut like the triangles out of the bread, not just slice it. I know what you're talking about. Okay, so that's called the boat cut. And I had a customer who was like a regular. And I remember there was one day this girl I worked with, she goes, you're going to get this guy. He's going to come in and he's going to want the boat cut. Okay, honey? I'm like. The what? <laughs> I, when I was trained, it's, it's called the hinge cut. So what you do for the hinge cut is you just kind of diagonally slice into the bread and it opens up like a hinge, right? The boat cut, you cut diagonally from two angles and kind of cut out like the, the roof of the bread. Right, yeah. I don't ever remember having a sandwich like that before. I sure do, but I'm a bit older than you. <laughs> <laughs> I just know the hinge cut and I remember towards the end there I was making some immaculate fucking sandwiches my friend like the <laughs> ones you see in commercials where they're like slow panning around the sandwich because it's so sexy and like orderly for all the fucking food that you just piled in there <laughs> yeah dude I can make it that way I think that's my most appreciated part of having that job that and I really liked using the slicers that they don't use anymore. They do automatic now. See, I <laughs> I'm worried about ever using a slicer. I already only have nine and a half fingers. <laughs> the way that you use these slicers, they are no contact. So as long as you're not fucking stupid, you should be all right and keep all of your fingers with a slicer. I'm not stupid. You, I'm just okay, accident that was a, prone. No, that was an accident. <laughs> That's not the same. <laughs> I accidentally well, I broke both my heels once. Fun story for later, guys. We'll get there. All right. We're on this long, beautiful journey together. But back to what I was saying, accidents are not the same <laughs> as stupidity. Stupidity is like reaching into the bladed area to pick something out. That's stupid. Don't do that. Not stupid is Using the handles that are clearly there for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is not stupid. I may be speaking from experience. <laughs> I may have been stupid once and cut my fingers on a slicer. <laughs> Tomato slicers are sharp as fuck. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah. Um, I did enjoy my time at Subway. Yeah. It was fun. Um, one of my all-time best friends. I met her while we were working there. She was... Um, one of my managers, there was one day that we were working in the drive-thru and the way the store was set up is there's like a front line and there's a drive-thru line and for a drive-thru, we got a radio as long as it was quiet enough, it didn't interfere with the speaker, right? And it had to be set on a station, not something we played. 
So what was it? I'm too sexy for my shirt was playing, right? <laughs> and so I'm over here trying to take this lady's order and she's over there dancing and she starts untucking her work uniform <laughs> shirt. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And we're like clearly goofing off. And the lady is waiting at the window for me to collect her money. And I guess later on, she called and told my manager that we were making fun of her wig. What? You're like, I didn't even know you I were wearing a wig. I didn't even know. I didn't know at all. And I was just like. <laughs> 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 oh, those are some great times. <laughs> so, job number two is now you guys know. Yeah, next time is job number three, and my job number three was a certain blue store, certain blue big box. You have store. spilled some tea about this big box store. Yes, history of yours. <laughs> oh, so next we got movie reviews. Movie reviews. Pan right. Amy steps in. Q singing. And here's what we think about shit we watched. So last time that we recorded for our movie reviews, we talked about Tiger King. Yeah, we did. And we hadn't we hadn't finished it yet. Uh, we finished it now. Oh, yes. All of it. Even watched the Joe McHale finale recap or whatever. It was hilarious. <laughs> I fucking loved it. <laughs> I love, real quick, completely out of order, but I loved when... Oh, what was the guy with no legs? What's his name? I love him. I don't know. But, okay, so when he goes, what'd you think about uh, Jeff Lowe? And uh, he goes... I thought everybody was portrayed pretty accurately. <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, they said they weren't too happy with the way they were portrayed. And he goes, eh, you know, sometimes the truth hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I have such an appreciation. I for loved him. Guy. He was great. And he had him such and his cool legs. legs yes. He has such cool legs. And he's like, I had to wear G. I, I had to wear pants. I haven't worn pants in over twenty years. I don't even own pants. <laughs> <laughs> I have no legs. Why would I need pants? <laughs> That's funny stuff. Oh my goodness. The guy that said I'm a libertarian, so technically fuck the feds. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> so then like Joe McHale says, You were on camera saying fuck the feds, and he's like, Yeah, fuck, fuck the, the feds, feds. <laughs> and said it like four more fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i also had uh gotten some somebody wrote in telling us a story they they actually have been to doc antles oh my gosh no freaking way yeah so i got so wait they survived manson i mean <laughs> antle sorry <laughs> i know right got a little confused there <laughs> must have been brainwashed <laughs> so so um slow pan aside <laughs> this story comes from johnny benson over at the beer man beer podcast they are so great they are fantastic if you guys haven't gone to listen to beer man beer you should they're funny they talk about beer 
And <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, and they're very funny, too. Love it. Anyway, so he he messages me, and he said that he went to Doc Antle's tiger place <laughs> 10 years ago, and it's a total cult. <laughs> so I said, what? I need to hear everything. <laughs> All of it. So this is his story. I had a girlfriend at the time that was really into wildlife and cocaine. <laughs> she- <laughs> you can't just- That's the opening. <laughs> she really loves animals and cocaine. Great. <laughs> We're off to a very great start. (laughs) Mom, Dad. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, I'm done. She wanted to go there because they had a coupon two people for $500, which I guess was a deal. (laughs) What a deal. (laughs) So we went. Doc Antle Babaganoush <laughs> was kind of a dick. <laughs> he approached us and asked where we're from. We said, Connecticut. And he said, have you ever been to Whiteface Mountain? I said, no. And he gave me a weird look and said, nice talking to you and walked away. <laughs> Almost like he was offended, which I don't understand because White Face Mountain is in New York. (laughs) (laughs) It was all girls that worked there and all of them acted like they had no idea what is going on outside of the safari. (laughs) I remember... I remember someone talking about Outback Steakhouse and one of the girls exchanged numbers with the people going to Outback because they weren't allowed to eat meat at the safari. They made us sign a waiver if we got bit that it's not their fault. (laughs) The first thing they showed us was a hawk. Um, Oh, the first thing they showed us was a hawk. They lined us up parallel and at one end... That was the hawk, and at the other end was bag of a piece of a meat. <laughs> um, so the hawk would fly from one end of us to the other. <laughs> then they put us in a circle and bust out the baby tigers. We sat like kindergarten as these baby tigers crawled over our laps. One of the girls would hold a baby tiger to each of our faces so we can have a picture. Then we each had a monkey climb all over us. Then they brought out the liger. This huge fucking liger. (laughs) (laughs) At the end, the package included a photo, almost like a glamour shot with a tiger. My ex didn't want me in the picture because if we broke up, it would ruin her tiger picture. <laughs> oh, my God. What a dick. <laughs> no, it's not about the memory. Says, I'm the cool one. He says, good call. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to ruin the tiger picture. And he says... um, 
the baby tigers did bite. They told you if you didn't want to get bit, then don't sit. <laughs> My at-the-time girlfriend considered an internship. She she would have been cleaning back of his pipes. <laughs> 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 the whole experience was more creepy than fun. I couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> that so said it's definitely a cult. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he said it's definitely a cult." <laughs> See, <laughs> told you, called it. Mm. You're in a cult. Call your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, though, for real, that's wild. We got mm. the we got the inside tea. Thanks, Johnny, for sending us that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Glad he made it out alive. <laughs> Didn't get eaten by that liger. Ooh. That huge liger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <sighs> so all Tiger King stuff aside, I did want to do a movie review. Okay. Not true like Tiger King, but equally fucked up. Alright. Ma. Well, fucking yes. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, I had no idea what I was getting into. I thought it was going to be a movie about like a like a woman who took on taking care of kids in like a troubled neighborhood or something. Okay, but it's Octavia Spencer, so that's easily to be assumed. I know she's such a sweet actress in most cases. Well, she minus played Minnie. God. <laughs> Jesus. Minnie and the help. Even Minnie though, even though she's serving out shit pies, she's still she still cares. Mm-hmm. She's still got that motherly feeling yeah. to her. So when I saw that she was going to play as Ma, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck did I watch? <laughs> the movie was crazy. Oh! So this woman is Lulu fucking nutsy bo. Okay, like yes, she is out of her mind. Um, this is basically like the most elongated revenge story I've ever fucking heard of, ever, ever. <laughs> Sorry, she she got the long game in hand. <laughs> so um like long game <laughs> it starts with her helping kids buy beer right and saying that they can't drink anywhere except for her house because she knows it's well safe. first she just gets it for them and then she turns them in and then she gives them a safe space and it just gets crazier and crazier than she's like one of them um I'm not going to say too much. I don't want to spoil it, but it is crazy. And cringy. And so cringy. Oh, Oh my my gosh. Mm. Super cringy. For craziness levels. I give it a 4.5. Yeah, yeah. For crazy, it's definitely a 4 pew for me. Um, Probably a movie that I wouldn't necessarily need to watch again. Definitely not. (laughs) I'm good. I saw it. Yep. Not saying you shouldn't see it. Checking it off the list. It's just like Get Out. You know, you only really need to see it once to know it's really fucked up. (laughs) What was it? The Shape of Water? Cure for for Wellness? Cure for Wellness is another one. Oh my God. The leeches. When no, the eels are eels. Oh, they are, aren't they? They were eels. If Shit. you guys have never seen Cure for Wellness, you need to watch it too. If you're on like a cringe binge, watch Ma, Cure for Wellness. What's another good cringy movie? You just said a couple. Yeah, but I'm saying like a good one. Those two are definitely really good. Cringy. Ooh, slither. Ooh. Slither. That's another good one. 
Yeah, it's super gross. <laughs> oh, um, the Clove Hitch Killer. That one was super cringy. No, I wouldn't. No, I didn't watch that one. That one was the one about the, the dad. The kid oh, dad the dad! Was, yes! Yeah! <laughs> I do remember that one! <laughs> I do! <laughs> Just kidding, I have seen that one! <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. You missed me. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh my gosh! So now that we've <laughs> cringily wrapped up movie reviews, is it time for tea? Is it tea time? Clink. Clink. All right. You remember how I was talking about the whole slicer thing? Yeah. Earlier? Yep. It's funny because I have a story about one. Oh. Health inspector shows me how to clean the slicer correctly. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling that the health inspector is about to get a finger cut off? <laughs> let's let's go on this journey together, shall we? <laughs> I used to work part-time at a sandwich shop during college about nine to ten years ago. The shop had a high turnover rate and I was there the longest, so I basically learned everything in the store. One day we had a health inspector come in to evaluate the food safety, temperature readings, food storage, etc., I had to slice the tomatoes for night shift, and the inspector took uh, took issue with the dirty slicer and asked if it had been cleaned first. I said yes. He asked if I used the scrubby thingy. I forget what it's called. It's like a wire scrub on a stick. I said no, you don't put your fingers near the blades. You just spray it off and dunk it in the sanitizer. He chastised me, so I was like, okay, show me how to clean it properly then. <laughs> if there was a way to do it right without getting hurt, then I was willing to learn. My coworker and I stood there and watched him jam the wire scrub between the blades, pull it back, and, of course, it got stuck. So he shoved it forward again, jamming his knuckles into the blades. <laughs> <laughs> he started to bleed everywhere. My coworker had to shut himself in the walk-in freezer because he was laughing his ass <laughs> off so hard. I just looked at my manager trying to help this idiot inspector get a towel and whatnot and said, Yeah, I'm not cleaning it like that. <laughs> But it worked so well. I mean, those were fantastic results, but I don't <laughs> think those were the results we were looking for. <laughs> What's your first story? Sometimes it takes one person to say it. <laughs> About a year ago, I was called over to the returns desk to speak to a customer. My coworker, who was with them, explained what the situation was. The customer had bought two mattresses from our store. They were about $500 each. They realized the mattresses were too firm, decided to buy two other mattresses from an online store, and return the ones they bought from us to get a full refund. I look over at the mattress, and they're both out of the packaging. The tags are gone, and there are a few mysterious stains. Which have me thinking the worst, and I immediately think there's no way we can take these. Mm. <laughs> Mysterious stains. Mm. <laughs> it's like my least favorite combination of words. <laughs> Two word combos. What's your least favorite? Mysterious stains. 
Our store policy clearly states we cannot give a full refund on mattresses and can only do exchanges or part exchanges for a new mattress. They must be given back with their original packaging or wrapped up and must have no rips, tears, or stains. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) The woman looked at me impatiently and I proceeded to tell her exactly what my colleague had already said. Nearly all the time when I'm called over and I explain the exact same thing, customers accept there is nothing we can do and walk away. Instead, I was met by, I'm the customer. I shouldn't need to tell you how to do your job. By refusing to give me a refund, you're breaking the law, and I have no issue calling the police on you. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works. (laughs) It's not how any of it works, okay? We get these kinds of threats, but rarely, and I have yet, to see someone do this and for the police to actually show up. Uh, side story, somebody called the police on me over $7 at the store. I had a guy come in and he wanted to buy something and, um, you know, we have accounts, right? So there was a $7 charge on his account that was included in his total because we like do like tabs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was certain that that wasn't him that somebody else has used his account (laughs) and he's going to fucking call the cops and get to the bottom of this i've worked there for two years at that time never seen that dude before so what the fuck is we gonna what what are we gonna do about it you know (laughs) he fucking i mean i took care of it and got rid of it but he still fucking called the cops and the cop comes into the store dude standing outside the store because he's being belligerent and i made him go outside and he's like well i'm gonna go outside and i'm gonna wait for the cops and i'm like you do that <laughs> and the cop comes in like he he talked to the dude and then i could see him say okay well i'm gonna go inside right so he comes inside and he leans up on the counter and he looks at me and he goes like this he goes why the fuck am I here right now? <laughs> that would become my favorite police officer <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and I was like, you're here over $7, sir. I'm sorry. I understand that your time is much more important, but I already took care of it. And he still felt the need to call you. <laughs> <laughs> the times when you really wish you could get, have a stupid stamp and also... <laughs> have permission to stamp people with it right right on the forehead (laughs) anyway all right she goes on about how when she bought her mattresses the policy said that she could get a full refund in whatever condition and therefore our new policy didn't apply to her the policy hasn't been changed in years and i kindly asked if she would provide the policy that came with her mattresses or a photo or a link to the policy that she read online. She looked at me as if I slapped her and <laughs> and accused me of calling her a liar. Gotta love when that happens. That whole switch up. I respond that we needed proof of her policy in order to know if there was a mistake so that we can see if what she said is true and quickly fix this mistake so no one else is misinformed by accident. However, looking at the condition of her mattresses, there was nothing else we could do 
regardless, refund or not. She's let out a huff and says, why the hell would I hang on to a piece of paper after all this time? What happened to the customer is always right. (laughs) Sorry, that was rude of me. (laughs) (laughs) She then points to her receipt and says, see, my receipt says the same thing and you have to honor that. I proceeded to take a look and I had to hold back a smirk as I pointed out to her that it clearly said near to the bottom. She was careful enough to hold onto it onto this piece of paper, but not careful enough to read what it said. Her eyes went wide when she realized that she was caught. (laughs) (laughs) Normally, I like to think that when someone is acting like this, I don't take it personally because I don't know what's going on in their lives for them to act this way, and we can all fall victims to someone's meltdown. Mm-hmm. What she could have said was, I'm sorry for how I acted. I should have read the policy so that instead of going off and buying two new mattresses, I could have checked with your store first to see if, about exchanging for softer ones, etc. Instead, she decides to say, The policy attached to the mattress said something different to my receipt. It's not fair that you can't take my word for it and only taking my receipt as evidence. You're victimizing me, and that's very unprofessional. Oh, my God. Both my (laughs) colleague and myself are at a loss for words. Yeah. She picks up on this and says, Really? Neither of you have anything to say? I need my money back, otherwise my kids are going to starve. If you don't give me back my money, it's your fault if they starve. What the fuck does a mattress have to do with this, lady? (laughs) What? That is not what caused that problem. (laughs) My patience was wearing thin because clearly that wasn't the case. Because who would have an extra grand lying about to buy another two mattresses to not think, oh, I better use this to buy groceries so my children don't starve. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, forgot to feed the kids. (laughs) What? I tried to stay calm and said something along the lines of, I'm sorry for your financial situation, but that is not for us to fix and we cannot refund you for your mattresses regardless. All I could suggest is that you try selling them online and get your money back that way. Because in that moment, I couldn't think of anything else to say. (laughs) She yells back, Where do you get off telling me what I should and shouldn't do? Why can't you take back your mattress, give me back my money, and then sell them in your store and make your money back? (laughs) Wow. Like, wow. I could feel my patience slipping, and I responded with, despite what one policy says to another, unless you have proof, your receipt is the only thing we can accept as evidence, and this clearly states that a refund is not possible, and in the current condition your mattresses are in right now, an exchange is out of the question, and there's nothing more we can do for you, and I must insist that you please leave the store immediately. (laughs) and she kicks off she pulls out the big guns and says i want to speak to your manager oh no oh no (laughs) Uh, she got me (laughs) (laughs) 
Blood, 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 <laughs> and death. <laughs> How dare you talk to me like that? I love it when people think this will make a difference. I called my manager down and I pulled him to the side to explain the situation and what's been said. As we're talking, we can hear her shouting over to us, She needs to be fired. She doesn't know how to do her job. She's lying to you. <laughs> wow. I can see security is waiting nearby, keeping an eye on us. My manager quietly says to me, Don't worry, you did everything you could. Let me handle this. We both walk over and she immediately tells them her version of what happened, which obviously painted us as the bad guys. After she's done, the manager walks over to the mattress, walks back, and signals for security to come over. He looks at the woman and bluntly says, Quit wasting our time and take your shit-covered mattresses out of my store. <laughs> <laughs> yes! My colleagues here will help escort you out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a fantastic response. <laughs> Both my coworker and I couldn't believe they said that. <laughs> but it was awesome. She was at a loss for words because I don't think she expected him to say that to her. <laughs> I don't think anybody would have expected that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Both security and coworkers come over. One walked with her, preventing her from making a scene, while the other pushed her trolley of soil-covered soil mattresses out the store. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's that, some good stuff. She was gone like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and God. the wind said, Bye, Karen. <laughs> Away with you, foul <laughs> demon. <laughs> that was quite a story. So, speaking of Karens. Yay, Karen! <laughs> well, this is uh, entitled mom, but are they any different? Um, Aren't most Karens equipped with a soccer van? Yeah. Is that how that works? Usual Karens are not single. I'm not saying that there aren't single Karens out there. Oh, yeah, no, there's totally... But they evolve into entitled Karens when they have kids. Yep. And this is exactly a story about one of these. <laughs> entitled mom tries to steal my face mask, then gets kicked out of the store. What? <laughs> a bit of background. I'm a cashier slash stalker at a local grocery store in my town. And due to us being an essential establishment, we've been able to stay open. The problem is the store doesn't provide us employees with much to protect ourselves. The best they've been able to give us is disposable gloves, which I suppose is still better than nothing. Still, I live with my 60-year-old mom and I don't want to bring home anything from work that might put her at risk. So I voiced these concerns to a friend of mine who makes masks and she happily made one for me. I've been wearing it to every one of my shifts and I've received many comments from people asking me where I got it. Once I explain it to them that a friend made it for me, they usually drop the subject. Until yesterday, that is. So there I was, standing in my lane and watching the clock slowly tick by. I had already had some particularly infuriating customers before she showed up. So I was... Uh-oh. <laughs> I was more than ready for my shift to be over. It's like Jaws. <laughs> Dun -dun. Dun -dun. Keep going, Eddie. Keep going, hold on. No, you gotta do it. Go da, on. Da, da. We're gonna story build together, Amy. Go on. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> yeah, okay, I got it. Da, da. I see her approaching from a distance. Da, da. 
and suspect nothing of her. For she doesn't hold the trademark appearance of your typical Karen. Oh, how naive I was. That was fantastic. She pushes her cart through my lane, and I plaster a forced smile on my face and switch into customer service mode. Wait, wait, wait. You're wearing a mask. Why are you forcing a smile? <laughs> Valid points. Maybe it's see-through. I don't know. <laughs> Can't you tell I'm smiling under the mask? <laughs> These are my smiling eyes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I used to get told that for picture day at my elementary school. Don't forget your smiling eyes. <laughs> trying to bend your eyes <laughs> it's like it's like in america's not next top model you use smize <laughs> smize <laughs> they're called smiling eyes they're smize eyes that's funny we make small polite conversation and she seems nice enough but then she asks me the fate the fateful question that starts this whole debacle so where did you get that mask oh a friend made it for me well, it's very pretty. Looks well made, too. It is a pretty mask, a sky blue fabric decorated with red roses. My friend knows me well. <laughs> so I say, yeah, my friend has made a lot of masks, so she's pretty good at it. She then gestures to her daughter, who is sitting in the cart playing on some kind of tablet. I wish I could find a mask for my daughter. I wouldn't want her to catch anything. <laughs> you brought her to a store. Right? Like, wouldn't want her to catch anything. <laughs> Maybe you should get her out of the cart. <laughs> or the store. <laughs> Keep her at home. So I said, I'm sure you can find someone in your neighborhood who makes them, or you could try to make one yourself. They are pretty easy to make. Then she says this. I don't suppose you could just give me yours. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a bit taken aback by this question and move away from her a few inches. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to say no. I need this mask for my job. So then she says, well, can't you just get your friend to make you another one? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll get right on that. What the fuck? I said, well, she's very backed up on orders from people asking her to make masks for them. Besides, I've been wearing this mask all day. It's full of my germs. Oh, I can just wash it when I get home. Wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you're gonna bring my germs all the way to your house before you take care of the problem got it just checking goodness i'm sorry but i'm not giving you my mask i say i need it to keep me and my family safe at this point she started sounding like your average karen it's also worth noting that she kept slowly inching towards me during this whole exchange as we kept going back and forth with her saying that her daughter absolutely needs it and me saying that I need it because I'm an essential worker. She kept getting louder and louder to the point where one of my managers noticed us and was watching the exchange. <laughs> After another minute or so of going back and forth, she suddenly lunges forward and tries to grab at what? my mask. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm able to move my head back or... Uh, I'm able to move my head way back and avoid her, but her fingers almost grazed the fabric. Oh, my God. That was enough for my manager to step forward and put a stop to her antics. She says, ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. But this woman just stole my daughter's mask. My what? daughter needs it. <laughs> Dude. What? <laughs> oh, my God. So then the manager says, ma'am, I've been watching this whole exchange, and I know that's not true. Leave now before I call the police. 
At the mention of cops getting involved, she realized she could get easily arrested since we also have cameras all over. You just assaulted her. And tried. uh, We have cameras all over the check stands. She lifts her daughter out of the cart, leaves in a huff with no groceries and no mask. Thank God for my vigilant manager. Oh my God. Right? I would be fucking furious. Just give me that mask. Right there on your face. If you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to take it from your face. Do you know how germs work, lady? Oh, my gosh. It's already on somebody's face. (laughs) You don't want it. (laughs) What's your second story, dear? The drug shop hypocrite. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) On my lunch break today, I decided to drive up to the (laughs) SVC store. Drug store? The SVC drug store. Not the other way around. Not, not, not the other way around, no. (laughs) (laughs) To pick up an afternoon snack and some cotton swabs as I'd remembered we'd run out at home. I was crouched in the aisle looking for popcorners. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. (laughs) Since Since they're my current favorite snack. Oh, it's a snack. Okay. I'm presuming it's popped corn in a bag. Like. Those smart food oh, popcorn okay. stuff. I don't know. Probably a different kind, though, called popcorners. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find them utterly irresistible. For some reason, miscellaneous flavors were hung on the same hook, so I had to sort through it to find the ones that I wanted. As I'm putting the other packages back where they came from, a woman approached me and crouched down next to me. She says, excuse me, where are the dental sticks? And I said, um, probably next to the floss where they keep the toothpaste and stuff, I'd assume. And she said, thanks. And it didn't hit me until then that she mistook me for an employee when she saw me hanging snacks on the (laughs) shelf hook. (laughs) She's like, oh, yeah, you work here, clearly. (laughs) And shrugged it off. Not the first time, certainly not the last. And at least she wasn't mean. I made a beeline for the beauty section and grabbed some cotton swabs and scooted over to the registers to check out and go back to work. While I'm standing there, the woman managed to find me again. Now, mind you, I'm wearing jeans and a plaid shirt. I don't look like a SVC employee at all. (laughs) And the woman says... Do these come in larger bags? And I say, probably on Amazon or something. I don't know. I don't work here. (laughs) And so then she says, well, why are you here? There's a quarantine. You shouldn't be out shopping unless you're getting essentials. (laughs) I say, why are you here? Dental sticks are considered essential now? And the woman says, I have something stuck in my teeth. And I say, my condolences. <laughs> and I check out and I leave. <laughs> Why are you here then? Uh, what the fuck? The, Why are you here then? <laughs> they did also say, I am considered an essential employee. I just don't work at SBC. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. So if that wraps up tea time. That's the end of tea time. So, uh, do we want to talk about some not work-related tea? Yeah, let's talk about some shit. I'd crack my knuckles, but I can't right now. Wait. That was, like, perfect, actually. (laughs) All right, we're going to talk some shit. 
<laughs> about a certain cable company. Well, you're going to talk about one certain cable company, and then I'll talk about another certain cable company. <laughs> so, but you talk about yours first. I have been trying to get signed up with the pack first. My address was pinged. Whoever had lived there before we moved there had gotten a bill that was sent to collections, right? So I found that out and they took care of that. They said it would take like three to five business days. I'm like, okay, cool. So after that waiting period ends, I go and reapply like I was told. My new message says they don't offer Comcast to your address at all. You should probably move to a place that has it. (laughs) Y'all, I live in a trailer park, okay? All of my neighbors in this trailer park have the same cable company for their cable and internet. Yes, they do provide that service to my house. So We don't provide it to you. Yeah, so I call and first off, they put you on hold for like five, six hours or they can call you back. Well, for like a whole week, I was doing this callback thing and what would happen is they would give me a call back and the call would drop before I was actually connected to an agent. You know how pissed off I would get? Like, as soon as I'd get the call back, I'm like, all right, kids, cooperate. And I'd book it to my room. And I'm like, all right, we're going to get this taken care of. And we're going to have internet for all our e-learning, which I will get into that headache in a second. And I'm like, let's get this done. This company keeps calling me and says that an agent is trying to connect to you. And I'm like, yay, perfect. What I need. Then it'll do a ringtone and then silence. No one's there. The call drops. Hang up. (laughs) And that happened for like a whole fucking week, dude. I remember because you kept griping to me about it. (laughs) I was pretty gripey. It was (laughs) pissing me off, man. So then finally, I get in touch with an agent and they see my problem and they see what happened and they need proof that I have no relation to this other person. So they need a copy of my lease. So that they can prove that this other person doesn't live with me, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, great. Where do I take it? Well, they're like, well, because of everything being shut down, the closest office is in this location. I'm like, oh, great. Great. I'll get it taken care of. No problem. So I get off the phone with her and then I Google it. (laughs) The closest office that is open is 98 fucking miles away from my fucking house. (laughs) They won't let. They won't take email with picture or nothing. Nope. They don't have an email. They have a fax, but they aren't currently accepting faxes because all their locations with fax machines are closed. Of course, their one that's open doesn't have a fax machine. It's been a frustrating mess. (laughs) And we still don't have internet, which leads me on to my second little frustration, the (laughs) e-learning. My son's school is a little smaller community so we don't have ipads we don't do e-learning days you know they just do school classic school um when everything happened and our schools got shut down my son had this huge packet for the first part originally we were supposed to be going back halfway through april so we had this huge packet to get done halfway through april which we did when the governor of our state extended our schools to be closed to the end of the school year They gave us a secondary packet. We had to turn in the first one and trade them out. With the second packet came instructions for all their e-learning stuff. So I'm just like, (laughs) 
very shruggy about this whole ordeal until I finally talked to my oldest teacher and explained the situation to her. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that must be such a headache right now. And I was like, you have no idea. I don't know how I'm alive right now. (laughs) Okay, it wasn't that dramatic. But um, no, so she was very sweet and was like, look, I'll let all the other teachers know and he won't have to do any of the e-learning. And I was like, yes, (laughs) because that was so much of an ordeal still haven't gotten in touch right (laughs) don't even get me started on them they have awful customer service they better up the ante making deals like that my um my little thing that i have to talk about is about a a different certain (laughs) um internet cable provider you know, um, oh, I know, fiber optic net of sorts. <laughs> Might even be known for it, maybe. <laughs> Might even be mm, metropolitan-y. <laughs> <laughs> you can find them in your metro area. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's funny. So, <laughs> I don't know what it is about our house, and you know this because you used to live here. Mm-hmm. Like, the the service is spotty. Yeah. In our house specifically. <laughs> like, <laughs> for any provider. Mm-hmm. It anything. doesn't matter what it is. It's like Wi-Fi gets stuck in rooms. Right? So, um, we were having a few, like, small first world problem issues, like... The internet just, like, kept going out, but coming back on, like, half hour later or whatever, you know, like, things like that. Um, But nothing, like, major. But we had a guy come, and he fixed it for us. And and then the next fucking day. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about getting a phone call. (laughs) This was a treat. (laughs) Let me tell you. I was on the phone and you were unraveling this mystery, Amy. That was fun. <laughs> so the next day, there's another guy out here, but not for us, for our neighbor. Because apparently the neighbor was having issues with connectivity of sorts. So dude is out there doing stuff over there. And then next thing I know, we don't have any internet again. Oh, shit. And... I was like, what the fuck, you know? And um, my my brother-in-law, he goes out to look, and I was like, there's, there's a dude out there. And so he goes out to talk to the guy, and he asks him, he says, hey, man, is my internet out next door because of what you're doing over here? Will it be back on? And <laughs> the fucking guy just looks at my brother-in-law, and he says, man, I'm going to tell you what, it is all sorts of fucked up back here. <laughs> He said, this whole fucking street is just fucked. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) And, like, the dude was so annoyed. And, like, we felt bad for him initially. Like, we just thought that he'd, like, uh, I don't know, walked in on a shit show. Come to find out he created this shit show. (laughs) 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 So, he fucking took our internet like there's like little like towers throughout the neighborhood where everybody's like internet is and their cable is like hooked up right Mm -hmm. um so he fucking (laughs) he took our internet 
and plugged it into the neighbor's port or whatever. So the, he just, like, deboed your internet? Right. But, like, <laughs> I think he, like, did it on accident. Like, this dude obviously didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I don't know if he was new or what. But he didn't know what he was doing. And so the na- the neighbor was getting our internet but it was spotty because it's mine like my (laughs) router is in my living room and he's trying to run it from his living room and they're trying to watch tv in in their living room in their house and it's like in and out and in and out and super slow yeah wonder why (laughs) (laughs) so uh, we we call to say, um, hey, like our internet is out. Like there was a guy here earlier. He did something and he messed up our internet, right? And this was on a Friday night. Well, so then they were like, well, we can't get any. We'll get. We can get somebody there on Monday. So we had to go a whole weekend without internet, <laughs> which is again first world problems. You know, like it didn't really bug me all that much. I didn't necessarily care that we didn't have internet. But my brother-in-law sure cared because he does a lot of online gaming. Mm -hmm. And my kids sure cared because they couldn't watch Netflix or Hulu or Mm -hmm. Disney Plus or any of that shit. And I was like, oh no, you're going to have to pick one of the 500 movies we own. (laughs) (laughs) But when the dude left, because he comes and he knocks on our door and he says, hey, will you check and see if your internet comes back on in five minutes? right so we wait five minutes and it still didn't work and he was like oh no man it's all fucked up and and he leaves so that was when we called and they were like well somebody we can't get somebody here until monday poor dude that comes in on monday did not even he was not ready <laughs> like, <laughs> he didn't even know what he was walking in on dude fucked it up he fucked up the entire freaking tower down there of where like of all of ours Like, all of the entire street. Damn. (laughs) And he fucking, like, tried to, like, reinstall some of our, like, fiber, um, our our fiber optic cable line or whatever. He had no idea what the fuck he was doing. And so he just fucking left, (laughs) like, a whole fucking spool of, like, fiber optic internet cable what the fuck? <laughs> in our fucking yard <laughs> and left the um little like water thing the the lid off you know for where the water waste goes down into and stuff mm-hmm. he left that off and I have a four-year-old, and my kids like to play in the front yard, and I was like, oh shit, this is open. Like, my four-year-old could have easily, like, fallen in like not in fully because it's not a big hole but like she could have like got her foot stuck in there or something you know Mm. (laughs) it was a shit show and that dude was not happy (laughs) i couldn't blame him oh my goodness you were on the phone with me because he kept coming in and he was like oh my fucking god oh the poor guy Poor guy. He had to, like, ghetto rig our internet to work until they could get somebody to come out to, like, permanently reinstall us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So so that was fun. 
Anyway. That's funny stuff. So, kids are stuck in the house because they can't go anywhere. Like, they can go outside if it's nice and stuff, right? I take them out and take them on walks. I walk my children. I walk my children. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they're going fucking crazy. And I keep trying to do different things to entertain them. And um, once we got internet back up and running again, I discovered that Netflix put Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on there. We love Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty 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 Bang Bang, bang. we love you. (laughs) (laughs) So I introduced my children to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, yeah? And they fucking love it. Good. And so they're running around the house singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so fun. And I fucking love it. But you know why? Because I'm raising my own little musical army. It's an army. It's an army. You heard it. She's going to weaponize them (laughs) with the power of song. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll have jazz hands and spirit fingers. On fleek. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right. Is it demographics time, Amy? It is. Top four cities. Woo. All right, who we got in first place, Amy? I'm I'm calling it Tigered, Oregon. <laughs> You've been tigered. They're tigered. <laughs> it's probably not how you say it. But... Tigard. That's what I think. <laughs> it's tigered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then in second place we got Chicago, Illinois. Woo! And we got Canada in the house today. We sure do. We got Calgary up in here. Hey. <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and then last but not least, we have Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys are keeping it going. I love that you're still listening through all of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially through all of this. Happy to finally be able to give you guys a full episode. Yes, it feels like it's ever. It has. Amy, what is our closing quote? Sometimes we're tested not to show our weaknesses, but to discover our strengths. Ooh, that's a good one. It's very appropriate for right now. Because a lot of our listeners are definitely of the essential kind. And you guys are going through a lot right now. And just know that this is a test. And you can get through it on top. Show who you really are. And get that paper, yo. Hell yeah. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off.
That was a Titan Gas episode.